Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What's Up Downtown podcast. I'm Nate Wyant, your host, here to kind of chronicle our adventures as a staff through COVID-19. So first question is we're going to introduce our lovely uh, marketing team here at the Alliance. So Alyssa, if you'd like to start. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Alyssa uh, Fulner. I am the marketing manager for the Alliance. And I am Carly Solomon. I am the marketing coordinator for the Alliance. Well, welcome, guys. Thanks for coming on. So, um, as I said, you know, we're trying to chronicleize some of the COVID-19 experiences here and give people an update on what staff has been up to since the start of, you know, the shutdown and such like that. So let's kind of encapsulate that a little bit. You know, I think really where the moment where it set in for all of us was during the St. Patrick's Parade when, you know, we were already reared up to go and then just right before the event was going to kick off, like a couple of days before, got canceled. So want to kind of, if you guys can take us back to that moment, what were some of your guys' reactions to that? Well, I remember the day that it happened where Jenna told us we probably are not going to come back to the office on Monday um, and not sure how long. I mean, we all thought it was going to be like two or three weeks, um, not even that long. We were like, oh, it'll be a week, maybe two. And three months later. Um, but I think the biggest change was just um, we had worked so hard to get the marketing materials and St. Patrick's Day Parade out. Um, Carly can touch on that a little bit. Just the numbers she had on Facebook were incredible. And just knowing that kind of all went to waste really stinks, but we understand. So Carly. Yeah, that was tough. It was when we found out that it was being canceled, I think it was, nobody knew what to say really. And we were set to reach about a million people for that event on oh, Facebook. Wow. Yeah, that's Facebook alone, so. Yeah. That was disappointing, but nothing you can do. Yeah, well, I mean, since then you guys have shifted incredibly during the time. Tell us about, you know, I know, Alyssa, you had this huge, grandiose plan for what was going to happen this year with marketing. Like, what what's some of the things that have kind of shifted since the start of COVID for us? Yeah, um, I mean, we had really planned um, on changing our marketing a bit that we were used to um, and really making it focused on um you know, the local areas uh, coming to St. Charles for traveling and visiting. Um, we were really going to tap into the influencer marketing and get people here in St. Charles to explore our hotels and all of our restaurants and entertainment that we have. Um, and then hopefully blog about it and um, put, you know, updates on social media of what we have um, and all that kind of came to a halt um, because people couldn't leave their house. So, um, I mean, everything that we had planned just stopped. Um, and Carly, myself, uh, Jenna, we really had to just sit down and come up with what the heck can we still do to keep these businesses because we have no idea how long this is going to last. We have no idea how, you know, how our businesses are going to survive this. So we had plenty of Zoom calls and phone calls to just try and figure out what the heck can we do now to keep people alive and to, um, that was basically what changed was 
instead of marketing our town as a whole, um, really just helping our businesses market themselves individually. Um, and then on top of it, you know, us just trying to keep people informed of what was going on. Yeah, so, absolutely. Probably anything that you'd like to attest on there as well? Well, we would kind of just go like where it was open. So let's say they could have takeout. So then we did takeout Tuesday and then we did the, um, the virtual takeout for restaurant week. We were just trying to really help where we could, what we were allowed to do. Yeah, and Carly, Carly um, and myself started doing these marketing and tip videos um, to keep people engaged and to keep our businesses up to date with what was happening and what they could do during this time to still sell themselves. So, for instance, we did, you know, one video for like our health and wellness, our salon and spa, like telling them like you could easily be doing Zoom, you know. Uh, taping yourself right now of how to keep, you know, how to dye your hair at home, how to curl your hair at home, how to cut your hair at home, um, just to keep your customers at bay and to keep in front of them. Um, yeah. We also worked with uh, a lot with one of our local re retailers, Jeans and a Cute Top Shop, on, you know, getting the right type of ads on Facebook and um, reaching those right customers. You know, Carly and I went into her Facebook and totally helped her build ads and build an audience uh, so she could continue to sell clothes online. Um, which I know really helped her uh, during this time too. So everything just everything, our big plans just stopped and we just were, what can we do to help these businesses individually and, and keep them alive, so. Yeah, well, and to continue on that train, you know, it, with helping out the businesses, I think one thing that's really helped is the video that you guys created with that, with the, the Loves the Back to Business video. Um, tell us a little about the idea, the inspiration behind that and, you know, kind of what, how it's been received so far. Yeah, so um, I met I met Matt Love um, before any of this happened. Him and I got coffee. Uh, we just connected on LinkedIn um, just randomly, and when we first met, um, we were kind of out of their they were out of our league i should say um that was our first initial meeting um he works you know he does film for nbc and big time people in the city and you know us being a nonprofit, we didn't really have the budget um so we didn't talk for a few months um it was just kind of here and there and then COVID happened and he reached out to me and just said like we live in saint charles how can we help um, which was amazing on their end that they cared that much so uh, we got on some phone calls with them came up with some ideas they had recently um, shot a video for a local church in the area um, we watched that video and Jenna and myself both started crying during it so we were like we need to work with these people they're awesome so uh, the whole idea just kind of came back and forth from our ideas, their ideas, um, and it was really a uh, back to business video. It kind of changed as COVID um, happened. So uh, we, you know, wanted to hit each area of what our businesses are in St. Charles. So we did a hotel, we featured a hotel, retail, restaurant, and entertainment um, industry. And so 
it basically was them just saying thank you for your support um, these business owners thanking all the residents and anyone that came to st charles or uh, got takeout or shopped online um, thanking them for their support and then letting them know like we're back in business and ready to go uh, so we actually released it um, the thursday before uh the governor of illinois made the announcement on friday that we were going into phase four um so it was perfect timing and um we have it all blasted all over social media it's on our website um and then we also uh you can see it on local tv ads as well so I mean, all of the all of the comments we've received so far have just been amazing, um, and how awesome of a video it is. The loves did unbelievable. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's an absolute great accomplishment on your guys' part. So, big hand to you guys for you know doing that. You know, what would you guys say is like some of your your greatest accomplishments? Like, it could be that video, or like, what are some other things? It could be even something similar of just you know working from home and getting up and ready by seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was a huge transition for everybody, um, especially, you know, people with little kids. And I mean, I guess just learning to cope and transition <laughs> and still get our work done. And I think we've done a good job. Yeah, absolutely. Alyssa? Yeah, I was going to say, honestly, I think the greatest accomplishment for Carly and myself and our marketing team is just the fact that we were able to reach so many businesses. And like, we have always said, like, we're here to help you. We're here to educate you. If you have any questions, let us know. But people don't always utilize us. And like Carly, especially when she came on, Carly knows Facebook like the back of her hand. Like she's a Facebook guru. And we have always tried to have sit down meetings with businesses and just be like, let us know. We want to help you. We want to get your right audiences. We want to help you on Facebook and on Instagram. And the businesses don't always, I mean, they don't have time to just sit down and come and help us. And now all of a sudden they had this a little bit of downtime. Um, so they really, you know, we had talked to people we've never met before and just helped them. Like, let us take over your computer. Let us get inside your Facebook and really help you. Um, so I think just making those connections and really seeing um, like what we did to help them um, was awesome. So. Absolutely. Well, still, we still want to help you. So if you still yeah. need help when you're watching this, <laughs> call Carly or myself and we will help you. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that wraps up all the questions we got for you guys. Stupendous job, as always. Is there anything that you guys would like to say to the St. Charles community before we wrap up here? I think we're just happy that we can move forward with our events that are coming up. And they might look different, but I think they're still going to be super fun. And we're just excited to get back to work and still help the businesses and bring business to St. Charles. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, that wraps up our uh, staff podcast on the marketing side. We'll have two more segments here talking about some of the events and on the business side. Hello everyone and welcome to the What's Up Downtown podcast. Continuing on with our staff interviews here. I'm Nate Went, your host, and I'm joined by our two lovely 
events manager and now events coordinator. Um, so introduce yourselves, guys. Give everyone uh, what your guys' names are. <laughs> I'm Amy. I am the events manager. I'm Haley, and I'm the events coordinator and admin. Yeah, and new events yes. coordinator and admin because Haley has done such a terrific job that she has now been boosted up the, in the world. So congratulations. Yay, Haley. <laughs> so, want to talk and kind of encapsulate what it was like for the staff as we went through this COVID-19 pandemic and all the craziness around it. I think really the moment, as I discussed with Alyssa and Carly, that solidified it and made it real for at least me, I don't know about you guys, was the St. Patrick's Parade when we were like all ready to go, all ready to set up. And then a couple, like I think it was that Wednesday before we had to shut down. So Take us through like your guys' reactions when this stuff all started and like, especially with the St. Patrick's Parade when it hit home a little bit. Yeah, so it was that Wednesday morning before the parade and I was still very optimistic that the parade was gonna happen. I didn't wanna, you know, have any negative feelings about it. So I was still gung-ho, ready to go, about eight o'clock in the morning and then about nine, the news started coming in and the phone calls started coming in. I was on the phone with some other parade organizers. And then within an hour, we had met as a team at our office and we decided to cancel. And I was totally heartbroken, um, but ultimately, you know, it just came down to the safety of the community. So we had, we had to cancel and what's happened since is just unbelievable. I mean, it just was like a crazy turn of events. Yeah, and to keep on that, <laughs> you know, topic right there with, you know, how things have progressed since then. Take us through the, the crazy, wily world of events and how, you know, it's changed over this, the start since March. Absolutely. Well, after that, it was, you know, we started to work at home and we didn't know what to do. And I was kind of just searching the internet for any advice, any resources, and then some podcasts and some webinars started coming out about how to handle it and what people were doing in the events industry. So I started latching onto that and feeling a little bit, you know, like I wasn't alone in this. And um, yeah, after that, we just started, it was a lot of brainstorming, a lot of researching, a lot of talking with each other and uh, what are we gonna do, what, what's gonna happen, but really it's just a day by day thing. So things have been just changing every day. So. I think I'm just getting used to that, which is maybe a good thing in the long run because it will make me grow stronger, but it's definitely been difficult. Yeah. Haley, anything you'd like to add on to, to that? I am still dipping my feet in as I just got promoted at the beginning of COVID. So Amy has been going full force into this. And I just have to say, I'm pretty sure she will be the like pro novice event manager by the time coronavirus actually does leave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, we still are, you know, even though we had to unfortunately cancel St. Pat's, we're still now looking to host some events now. So take us through the one that we're hosting currently with STC Live. Yeah, absolutely. So that's an event that we normally have on the uh, First Street Plaza. So we were not able to do that. Luckily, the restaurants and bars and breweries were able to open up with outdoor seating, so we took advantage of that. And now we are hosting STC Live at those establishments. Um, it changes every week with where the event is held, as well as the, who the performer is. 
but it's every Wednesday and Friday through Labor Day from usually 6 to 7.30. Um, sometimes it changes, but it's usually around then. And we're very excited that we can continue to do, do this and also bring people into our establishments. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so yeah. continuing on with also on the subject of music, we got Jazz Weekend coming up in September. I know things have been a little bit crazy with trying to plan that because we originally wanted to merge the fine arts show, but as we recently announced, there's been an update where now we're just focusing on the Jazz Weekend while having an art component to it. So take us through that a little yeah. bit and what you know that look weekend's going to look like. Sure. So it's going to be still a four-day event. It's September 10th through 13th. It's the weekend after Labor Day. And basically, it's going to change. It's going to look different, but it's still going to be awesome. We're still going to have music all over St. Charles, jazz music, of course. And maybe we're looking at different ideas, um, maybe a few surprises that would be different for Jazz Weekend this year. So stay tuned for that. But mainly, we're going to have the music inside the restaurants and, and bars and breweries. Um, and we'll advertise that. And it's going to be a great weekend. Hopefully, we can get people just traveling from location to location and get some really great jazz music. <laughs> okay. And then lastly, with Scarecrow Fest, and we also announced some changes with that. Take us through what some of those changes are, what that's going to look like for this year. Kaylee, you want to take that? Yeah, I'll start and then Amy can uh, <laughs> take the back end of it, just because there are, we've been really trying to modify the event to fit under Illinois Phase 4 guidelines to keep everybody safe. So to start off, um, we're going to keep this event focused on local. Um, instead of being as huge as it normally is, we're going to really focus on downtown St. Charles and all of St. Charles to keep it a local festival. And the Scarecrows, we're still having the Scarecrow contest. And our hope is to put Scarecrows downtown throughout the downtown in front of businesses instead of in Lincoln Park to keep people spread out. Yeah, we're excited. So, yes, there is still a Scarecrow contest. So, please, people... Please yeah. go Scarecrow, support our businesses, support this festival, and we really want to keep these traditions going uh, while still keeping our community safe. All right, so if anyone's looking to get in contact to be able to submit and be a part of the Scarecrow contest, what's the best way to get in contact or where can they find the application at? The application for the Scarecrow contest is going to go live by the end of July on our website at stcalliance.org, or you could download it from there and mail it in to the St. Charles Business Alliance. If you have any questions, you can always call our main line. Okay, awesome. Well, you know, that wraps up kind of like the talking about our main events. I want to talk about you guys a little bit, you know, so in terms of your guys and your accomplishments with, you know, since COVID, what do you guys feel have been your greatest accomplishments? As I was talking to Carly and Alyssa, it could be that you guys, you know, just got through and were able to help plan these events or just waking up and being able to work from home at 7.30 every day. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you, I'm just, I'm just really, 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 really happy that we've been able to modify our events and we haven't had to cancel except for um, the St. Patrick's Parade. Uh, it's just been awesome, all of us coming together to brainstorm and making things happen. So that's really my, my biggest accomplishment is, you know, feeling I'm part of a team that wants to push forward and do our best. And... Uh, and work to keep these events going. And if not, we're still smiling and we'll keep pushing forward and supporting our businesses in our, in our beautiful town of St. Charles. <laughs> yeah. Anything you'd like to add to that, Haley? Yeah, I think one of my huge accomplishments was learning to work from home, waking up and 
staying home and not having somewhere to go for a little bit <laughs> um, and just finding the dedication and power almost to sit down and work instead of sitting on a couch. But another big thing is, uh, I think it's a huge accomplishment to see how our team is formed in a different way that we haven't had to because we've never had to work remote from one another. We sit in an office six feet away from one another. So I think it's a strong thing for our team to say that we've all learned to work from home and like Amy said, only cancel one event. So. Right. No, beautiful sentiment. As always, Haley, you always have the best words. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a poet. <laughs> so um, now to, to wrap up before we uh, start to wrap up the show here, what are, what's one thing from pre-COVID-19, before we had to shut everything down in March, that you guys are missing right now? Probably overall. Yeah. Okay. Probably just being, obviously being at doing our events and being out in, in large crowds and gathering and seeing everybody. I mean, it, it's, it's quite difficult to, to not be in those big groups for people that are like us that enjoy the activity and, and also create it. Uh, so definitely also not being able to meet in our groups and our committees has been hard, but I think we've adapted well. Yeah. So, but we'll be back. <laughs> Haley, how about you? Similar to Amy, I miss being in those large crowds, even just as simply as going to a, a restaurant or a brewery and not having to worry if I'm sitting the correct six feet away from someone. Um, and then meeting, obviously, as a staff has been a big thing. So I've really treasured those um, Monday staff meetings that we've all gotten together again, just because. I've missed human interaction. I did. I think everyone says that they'd love to stay home and they could live in those houses you see on Facebook for $1,000 without any internet or phone or any contact. And I can officially say I cannot do that. <laughs> I need someone other than my husband to talk to for three months, so. Absolutely. Well, excellent job as always, guys. Let's wrap this up here. So if there's anything that you guys would like to say to the St. Charles community right now, go now or forever hold your peace. Oh, geez. Thank you so much, St. Charles, for all of your support. And I hope that I will see you out at STC Live, Jazz Weekend, and Scarecrow Fest, supporting our businesses in a safe way. And hopefully we'll all be back to a normal soon. <laughs> I just say stay hopeful and we're still planning. So we hope to see you out in the next couple of months. Absolutely. Well, again, awesome job, guys. Thank you. We're going to wrap up the events here. We're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back with the business and tourism side that we've been working on. So until then, we'll see you shortly. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our last segment of our staff podcast. I'm Nate Went again. Um, we are joined here with our amazing executive director, Jenna Swicky, and our tourism and sales manager, Laura Purdy. Hi. Woo. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what our experience has been like throughout this whole craziness of COVID. Um, so to start it off, we want to encapsulate one thing where I think really and talking with everyone else in the staff, what kind of was the point that it hit home for us was the St. Patrick's Parade. When we're all ready for this event to go, then the Wednesday before, 
things got crazy and we had to, you know, unfortunately uh, cancel the event. So take us through what was going through your guys' minds at the time. So that way we can, you know, use it for, to look back on fondly. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll just go first. Um, I, I think what I was doing was looking at the news and thinking to myself, is this really happening? And it didn't seem real. It seemed surreal. And I thought at the most we'd be closed for like two weeks. And I, I guess I never realized the severity of the whole situation. And I knew we had to, we had to do what was best for the community and for our businesses, but it just, it never really hit home until Jenna put out the direction that we were all going to work from home. Yeah. I think going back to St. Pat's, I remember that Monday before the event, I got a phone call from the chair of the parade committee saying like, we should really look into this. This is, this is coming in fast. And I, I remember how quickly my mindset changed. And I went from, no, we're not canceling the parade to very quickly um, by Wednesday morning, we happened to have a board meeting that Wednesday morning. And it was a very, it was the topic of the board meeting of should we cancel this? And by the end of that hour and a half board meeting, we, we had, we had decided to cancel. Well, we, I think during that board meeting, we learned that Chicago had canceled. Yeah, we learned Chicago had canceled. And then we came back, the whole staff came back to the office. We got, we went to the whiteboard and we, we just literally made a, an action plan immediately and just, and assigned everyone jobs of letting everyone know, letting participants know, and, uh, you know, writing the press release, um, letting the sponsors know before yeah. it hit the news. Um, and it was, uh, we just had this whiteboard full of tasks to do because there's so much involved with putting on an event. And we didn't even have time to be sad. No, it was like, go, go, go. And then by the end of that week, I had made sure everyone had a laptop to work on at home. And then the next week we were home. Yep. And um, yeah, so I haven't really even processed it yet, mm -hmm. but it, it happened so. really, really fast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, from then, that point on, you know, we were working from home. So it feels like those past couple months have just been a blur, you yeah. know, to say the least. But, you know, since then, how do you, how do you guys feel that we've kind of shifted for what our plans were pre-COVID to you know, when, when that finally hit home for us? Well, I mean, yes, we put on events, but we put on events so that our businesses um, do better and yeah. get more business. But I think what has 100% shifted is all of our efforts and all of our um, social media, everything has been 100% for the businesses and for St. Charles to help support through this entire pandemic and whatever it takes we i think wouldn't you yeah, say i would agree it's it's it you know we've always stuck with our mission which is to you know support our st charles businesses and to bring people to say to bring them to the business you know bring people to the businesses and we've continued to do that you know a lot of our programming and and has pivoted and it's been a lot more one-on-one -on -one. um and you know everything has changed but um i think we have all along stuck within our mission and our goals and um, I've been really proud of you know the work we've, we've put out. I think within within a day or two we had another um, page on our website with takeout options and curbside pickup options right. uh, for restaurants. Yeah it's crazy to think how quickly and then 
how quickly Nate, you worked and the marketing team worked so fast to, um, to have these, you know, this up and to have this information up for like business listings, restaurant takeout, gift cards, you know, up-to-date information, even just best practices for the businesses. Um, it was so, it, it happened so fast. Um, we were able to support the best we can. And we sort of got looked to, uh, other communities started looking toward, to us, um, to what we were doing and what our website was doing. Um, and that was, you know, that was really nice and, and, and made us feel like we were on the right path in order to support our businesses. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And uh, continuing on like the, the, the train of supporting the businesses, you know, of course we have the hotels here. Laura, I know you were doing a whole bunch of research on, you know, best practices, you know, things like that. Tell us some things that you kind of learned during that time or like some of like the main, you know, points that, you know, kind of came to your mind during that time. Well, I mean, I, I, I had checked in with the hotels just to kind of gauge where they were. And I think they were kind of stunned and struck by, oh no, this is happening as well. And their occupancy rate went down to like 2%, which would be like one hotel room. Um, and that was for people who had to travel for, for like immediate. And then also, gosh, I'm forgetting about some of this. We reached out to all the hotels to see if they would take in, um, uh, government, first responders. Uh, first responders, firefighters, police who um, needed to shelter in place and if they would give some hotel rooms for that. And that, I, I, I forgot about that. But yeah, so they were all so cooperative. And I think almost every hotel said that they would absolutely be able to, to do that and to give some hotel rooms up if, if anyone needed them at all. So, but also I took a lot of webinars. Um, I felt like it was my job to kind of gather information on safety for hotels and, um, you know, just the actual information on COVID and what was happening around the United States and what we could, and I sent it all to the hotels so that they, in case they weren't getting it from their corporate, which I'm sure they would, but so I sent them information and just anything that we could do. And I checked in with them regularly. Yeah. I think that was one of the things that we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on is our communication throughout this, you know, two to three times a week, we were sending out emails to the hotels, to the businesses, restaurant, everybody, um, just so they could hear things firsthand when information was coming from the governor. Sometimes a lot of that information is hard to understand and decipher. Um, so we also would break it down so um, that they would understand exactly what that means for each business. And sometimes it was late night phone calls and text messages mm -hmm. being like, what does that mean for me? And, you know, working it through with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another thing that we communicated to the businesses was, you know, that we're here to support them. So, and there were many of the efforts that we did for that. So I want to talk about those as well with like the Reopen St. Charles uh, support grant, um, the back to visits videos and such like that. So let's start with the grant, you know, how did that kind of come about? And uh, yeah. Well, I think it started with you, Nate. Uh, <laughs> um, I think we we thought it would be a good idea really early on in the um, when we went to the, into the pandemic. And uh, I think Nate, you probably worked on a three or four different versions of it um, yep. as things would develop um, and more information would come, or we'd see best practices from other communities who were putting out grants. Um, and we actually had a version one of the grant that wasn't that wouldn't um, have supported as heavily as the, uh, the the grant that we initial that we finally got approved and that we ended up moving forward with. 
and it got halted up in um, our some of our board meetings and I'm actually very grateful for it because we ended up coming up with a better grant that was able to help and support more businesses um, and with a larger dollar amount so I was very pleased but yeah that was that was an amazing part of um, the grant was be able to help 55 total businesses in our community and we ended up making um, you know communications and partnerships with businesses that we hadn't before and um, and it was you know getting even more closer to our businesses and really you know having these communicative banters and there's just so much trust built with our businesses now because like they really truly understand that our mission is to, to serve them and to help them and to see them thrive yeah and, and then with the um, back to business and the um, good news videos uh, we wanted to feature businesses that were doing wonderful things. I mean, I think the first one that we featured was DRM yeah. and how they were doing, um, you could buy a, a, a meal for a frontline worker at the hospital and they thought they would maybe get maybe 50 meals purchased. And I think within two or three days, they had just so many, they didn't even know what to do with. So we um i had spoken to them and we decided to do a good news video to show the community what these amazing businesses were doing and i don't remember how many we did actually nate did we do about 10 I think or it was more? 11 was our final number okay just people who were doing amazing things for the community for hospital workers for families who were out of work and we just wanted the community to know that there were good things happening um, that were actually started by our businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say personally, like when we were looking at, you know, finding the good news videos, like that actually was a really big light in my life because, you know, working from home was pretty tough. You know, I missed you guys very much. So being able to find things that were positive in our community that were, you know, really inspiring just to see how our businesses, like even during all this darkness, like they just brought out so much light and made so much of a positive impact. So Absolutely. I'm very, I'm very proud of our community and, you know, so happy to be able to share those, those messages. So I, right I know. Now. And I couldn't have said it better, Nate. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you and I did the back to, well, we did the good news videos and then we did the back to business videos because we wanted to show people that our community was striving and they were really um, working on getting back to business and to survive because we don't want to see our businesses go away. And so we wanted to support them and we wanted to showcase them. And I, I think, I think we did it. I think you guys did an excellent job. I was always very proud of the, the work you guys put out and, and, you know, showcasing who, you know, how we are changing our efforts where, you know, we are very clean and, you know, st like standard, uh, you know, safety standard, abiding community and we you know we got that messaging out and i think it has shown as you can see we have people visiting from chicago people visiting from out of town um because we've set that standard and it's been showcased through our videos and mm -hmm. our, our if anyone is watching this and is, is a business owner in the st charles community wants to be a part we're always looking for a new back to business video so feel free to reach out to us um, you can send an email to me or to our uh, info ad account, um, info at stcalliance.org. Always happy to get uh, new businesses uh, involved in those videos. So um, now to go back to you guys, I want to ask you, what do you think have been your greatest accomplishments during this whole, uh, you know, 
time period. You know, I, it could be anything. It, I, and I say that because, you know, for me, I think one of my greatest achievements was just being able to get up at seven o'clock, be up and ready to go and then be ready for the day. So, and then being able to help out the, the businesses. So I, would say I kept the schedule. Um, I didn't change. I didn't deviate from my regular schedule. Uh, I got up, did my morning routine, which is either running or working out and, um, um, and did like was behind my computer at, at you know, 8am to see what was going on, see what we, what we could um, do that day. And um, I, I love what you and I did with the, the good news and the back to business videos. But um, we also, you and I worked on these itineraries, which I am so excited about um, because through the research and the webinars that I took, we realized that people don't want to get on a plane and travel right now. And so we um, are soon to announce these wonderful itineraries that we came up with to give people a safe way to maybe get out of their house for a day or a weekend. And um, the whole team has worked on it. Our intern, Rachel, has worked on it. And we're we're really excited. So, um, you know, when life gives you lemons, you, you, you made some lemonade. So. That's awesome. Jenna, how about you? Um, and it's our, our, our greatest accomplishments? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I kept my son alive. Uh, I think that's my greatest accomplishment. I have a two and a half year old and my husband and I were both working full time from home, which we were so lucky to still have jobs and um, so lucky to have a healthy kid. But that was um, and my kids still alive and happy and, you know, healthy at this point. So um, but I also just um, I was most most proud of the staff. Um, all of you guys. Um, that was people. It was overwhelming how much people wanted to work with each other and to um, come up with ideas and willing to go above and beyond. Um, and, uh, you know, and even when I, sometimes there were days where I, I couldn't give anymore because I was tapped out with my, my child. And I, you know, I'd be going to the office at 10 o'clock at night trying to get work done, but everyone was willing to chip in when they were able to. Um, and it's our new normal. And, um, yeah, I hate that phrase, but I'm yeah. going to use it because it, it really it became like sometimes I was working at eight o'clock at night because that's when my son went down and yeah. um, everyone was, you know, put up with my 10 p.m. emails and, you know, and, um, you know, and I, I just I couldn't be more proud of the staff and how we, you know, you know, we're not out of it, but we're definitely feel there's a rhythm that we have now. There's, um, you know, we're dealing with a lot of things um, really gracefully now. Um, and I, I just couldn't be more proud of the staff. Absolutely. Well, that wraps up all the questions we got through. You guys, you made it through the gauntlet. Good job. Woo! Yay! So, anything else that you'd like to say to the St. Charles community before we wrap up here? I would just like to say how grateful I am to live in St. Charles in such a wonderful, supportive community. When we would check in with the businesses, and I thought I was going to get like some grim responses. Like I would check in with Steve from flagship and like, how was business today? Did you have some curbside pickup? He's like, Oh my God, Laura, this is great. People are really supportive. And I would check in with La Mesa or Giamia. Um, and they were all very happy with the, with being at 50%, you know, of what they normally would be at. And they were happy with that. And, it's because of the St. Charles community and how supportive everyone was to, um, 
get get takeout and support our businesses. I, I'm just I'm thrilled with that and. I'm I'm really proud to say I live here. Yeah, I just yeah I'm just I'm just proud of the businesses and how they have just been scrappy and found a way to survive and really just proud to support them and work for them and work for this community and um, everyone around us and again the staff our staff is you know and our board has just been amazing and and really put a lot of trust in in staff to come up with ideas and um, we've been really lucky to be have a very supportive board. Uh, supported businesses like Laura said you know sometimes you were expecting a grumpy phone call and by the end of the phone call you'd be best friends and crying together so yeah. uh, we're, all, we're all in this together we're in different boats but we're all in this together and and just a shout out to to Blue Goose and how amazing they were throughout this whole yeah, thing Paul was making 3 a.m runs to get sanitizer yeah. and everything for the community so yeah. been I mean we're not out of the woods yet but um you know they really stepped up to the game yeah I agree yeah. And I would like to say, you know, to the St. Charles community, I'd like to say thank you because really everyone stepped up so much. The business owners, people, I mean, on the What's Happening pages, I kept seeing, you know, sometimes it can get, be a little bit of a political quagmire, but all I saw was people saying, how can we support local? Who's open? Who's doing takeout? Where can I buy gift cards? Really, it was such a tremendous outpouring. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of the community and be able to, you know, even though I live in Geneva, I'm so proud to be able to be a part of this community, be able to serve this community, be able to see so many inspiring and uplifting things every day. So thank you, St. Charles, so much for all you do. So, and thank you guys for um, being the best coworkers I could ever be. Aww. I love you, Nate. <laughs> so with that, we uh, will wrap up the staff video here. So thank you everyone again for watching. Um, we'll have more videos to come, more great things to come. So be sure to check those out. Until then, we hope everyone stays safe, stays healthy, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>